on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark. Hello, good morning. You're listening to Radio Newark. It's Sunday morning, so of course that means it's girls around town. Me, June Rollins, in the chair. No Rachel, no Rosalind this week. But, oh, how exciting. It's back to the good old days. Tina is here with me. Morning, Tina. Good morning, June. It's been a while. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. Before Christmas, even, I think. I think so, yes, yes. Um, I'm sure we were talking about Christmas puddings and things when, I think when we you were here last been. time. <laughs> I know. I know. Gosh, how time flies, Doesn't eh? it indeed, when you're enjoying yourself or when you're having um, or when you're a just bit busy. of a fraught weekend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's good to be back. <laughs> it's, it's good, good to, to have back. you back. It's lovely to see you. Uh, Tina is back in town. She's going to be talking to us about all sorts of things in our neighbouring town, actually. Uh, our neighbouring town of Southwell. Because, of course, that's where Tina is now based with her business. And we'll be hearing all about the things she's been up to there. A lot of things she's got planned um, for May, June, and maybe even into July, I think. Um, and things going on in general in and around Southwell. Um, open studios absolutely yes that one in particular Uh, we will be talking about all of that a little bit later on the show because before we get to that obviously we've got bits of music to play for you uh, various odds and ends to um, pass on but most important Tina and I are going to have a bit of a gossip the way we used to in the old days aren't (laughs) we dear oh yes 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 because we've got loads to catch up on some of it we will catch up on in private because it's maybe not for uh, on-air consumption but I'm sure there are things that uh, Tina and I will be sharing uh, that we've both been up to since we saw each other last um, on air and with all of you you're listening to Girls Around Town here on Radio Newark with me, June Rollins, and also, of course, with Tina Betterson back in the studio after, um, oh, a few months since we saw her last. Tina. June. One or two highlights from, well, did you have a good Christmas? Let's, let's <laughs> talk. Oh, God, that was so long ago. <laughs> so long ago. Um, well, I say what the highlights, um, well, one of my highlights actually was back end of um, November last year. I know that's going quite quite back a bit but um i went up to the isle of mull to visit my friend i saw Jane. some pictures yes um so it must have been before then that i was in last because yes, we haven't yeah. spoken about this one before have we i think i think actually was i going had you got a plan because you were talking to uh, whoever else was in here about scotland and things yeah Rachel, so it, it might have been on the cards it, i think it might have been on the cards so yeah so i went up to mull um went up by train which was fabulous um it's quite a long journey but it was really fabulous um beautiful scenery of course as you go up sort of from glasgow up to oban um and uh, and i love going on that ferry across the water across from oban to um Kragnuri. and um beautiful clear day beautiful calm just beautiful anyway while i was there with my friend jane it kind of i was as you do we were going on lots of lovely walks on the beaches and whatever um and it kind of reignited my love of photography ah now i saw you on facebook yesterday or the day before with with a camera and things as well yeah indeed mm. indeedy so um so i only had my iphone with me at the time but with it being an iphone 8 plus um you know I don't really know what that means, apart from the fact that it's got a good, uh, probably the best camera in yes, it, yeah. apart from the very, very latest version, which is ridiculously expensive. Um, so, um, 
so i started kind of taking some some photos and then um when paul and i went up to scotland for our um annual holiday <laughs> in uh january it was uh, so i was taking taking lots more photos there with also my um slr camera so yeah i've kind of got back into the whole photography thing um and really enjoying it and exploring it in much um i suppose much greater detail not i'm not technical i don't really care what lens i'm using or all that kind of thing all i care about really is that i'm getting the photo that i want mm-hmm. um so uh so yes i've been really doing quite a lot more photography and then linking that into what's coming up with open studios so i will actually be displaying some of my own photography this year in the barn Mm -hmm. more about that later um and the uh photo of me taking a photo of the photographer (laughs) yes i thought that was really um, cool (laughs) in uh in the, the gardens around the minster in uh southwell um I'll tell you more about that later because that's for, that's for a very specific thing the exhibitions about open studios that are happening in the libraries so i'll when we come on to talking about the whole open studios uh, project i will tell you more about that so, so do you have a, a a preferred subject matter for your photography or are you fairly open to all well yes i do actually i do have a fairly preferred subject matter which is um nature mm-hmm. i like taking nature photographs but i very much because i'm very much into um texture um the thing i really like to do is to get quite close in so i've got some lovely photographs of um lichen or lichen mm-hmm. you know the, the sort of the yes. little yellow stuff that mm-hmm. grows on um grows on branches and things well if you get very very close to that um the patterns and the sort of uh textures of it are really quite amazing and, and obviously you don't see that as you're walking by generally yeah, you yeah. just kind of look at it and you go oh there's some yellow stuff on a branch <laughs> um but um and so uh so that's the kind of thing and getting really close into blossom because i've been having a whale of a time in the last few weeks photographing blossom yes mm. um and um rock that was one of the things that i was really really fascinated by up in scotland both um up near stramra where we went for our holiday just after christmas and also when i was up on mull is getting you know the patterns in the rocks mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and the you know the the colours and the textures and all that kind of thing. So, so it's, it's all about the detail. It's, it's getting, yeah. getting up close and personal with things. It is. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I mean, mm. yes, I do like landscape. I mean, I do do some landscape um, shots as well. Um, but I, I just think there's so much, there's so much beauty in the very fine detail of plants and rocks and um, even in the garden. I mean, you know, I've I've been out in our garden just taking photos there of um flowers and blossoms and things as they're emerging and mm. so on yes and at this time of year particularly oh. yes as as, uh, as things start to appear um it must be a wealth there must be a wealth of yeah subject matter for it well exactly exactly and then just before am i all right for time yes you're fine yeah sure yeah. okay um <laughs> The ba- also the back end of, of last year um 
we were doing the sort of the final throws of clearing out the old cottage that mum and dad lived in or mum latterly lived in uh, to hand that back to the landlord mm-hmm. who's a local mm-hmm. farmer now because mum and dad had lived there for 55 years so there was a lot to do but the old part of the cottage particularly um it's about ooh, 400 years old i guess when it was built in the 1700s so it's beautiful stone and um so i was taking quite a lot of photographs of that too before obviously handing handing it back um and obviously the old part of the the very old part of the cottage the bit that mum and dad didn't live in that hadn't been lived in for 55 years at least um a lot of that was a, a lot of the uh, very much original things you know the the roof the ceilings rather and the, the spaces between were all that kind of you know the old sort of straw and mortar and that kind of thing um nothing nothing like they build houses today <laughs> let's just put it that way so there were some fabulous textures and colors and and all sorts in that so i i took quite a lot of photographs of that too fantastic now we're going to have a bit of music now tina you will be very very impressed probably pleased that i have maintained your uh ability for cheesy links yes that's the word i was looking for yes yes the one coming up now is um very very appropriate because um it's called make me smile brackets come up and see me and Tina coming over and seeing me has definitely made me smile this morning. So we have got Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel coming up right now. Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel there. I'm sure I've said this before, but I met his brother when I lived in Dubai. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but uh, yeah, I, I remember having fairly long conversations. It was in, in, in those days as well, Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel were quite the big thing anyway <laughs> anyway shows our age it, it does doesn't it yes mm. oh dear feeling my age at the moment um right before we get back to um a bit of gossip between tina and myself i need to do a very quick shout out those of you that listen regularly will know that we have a uh, certain very regular listeners on the show the workman family here in newark lauren workman is one of the newark amateur boxing club young boxers she's 13 years old and she is sponsored by girls around town as well so lauren was fighting last night i'm sure lauren and becca her mum and the rest of the family will be listening in this morning lauren had another win fantastic Yay. well done lauren um also on the same card it was up in yorkshire uh one of our other boxers mikey he won two another really good fight apparently and the third fighter on the card from nabc was jade jade grierson who is one of our trainers uh, jade apparently did a fantastic job uh, she was kind of robbed not to get the decision apparently um but um had a really really good fight so to all three of you well done and to lauren especially lauren see you soon and um keep up the good work that's two fights one on the trot um pretty pretty good so uh what else um going back to highlights um tina um the last few months i, I think you had a bit of a break from from the barn over the um the wintry period yes it is consolidating time well, i guess i mean the, the one thing the one thing i other uh, my other sort of trip to mull really brought home to me was actually just how exhausted i was um with everything that's had kind of gone on in the last couple of years with you know caring for dad before he passed away and then looking after mum and then 
buying the house for mum to live in and moving mum into the house and sorting out the old house, I I hadn't realised just how exhausted I really was. Um, so at when we got to kind of Christmas, we'd planned to have our week's holiday um, up in Scotland on the first week of January, and I just decided I was going to shut the barn um, completely until March and hibernate. And then um, we'd only been back from holiday a week and I went down with the flu, so I was forced to hibernate. (laughs) I had no choice. Um, So, yeah, so I've I've hibernated a little bit um, and started, obviously, back in March, sort of opening the barn up again. Um, We just had a great exhibition um, with a super photographer locally, um, which ends next week and then I should be hanging some of my work and also work with a lady called Jules Wheat, which I'll also tell you a bit more about later on. But the other thing that, that sort of has come out of all of that, which um, I'd been starting to think about getting back into the writing um, as well, and um, a few conversations later, I may, if, I, if they all come off, I will have um, two ghostwriting projects, a uh, co-authoring project with my husband, um, and possibly an editing project to do this year. So I should be a bit of a busy girl, really. Fantastic. Well, I have to say I'm really, really busy as well at the moment. Uh, all sorts going on, uh, yeah. mostly on the boxing front. But of course, as you know, you know me really well, I'm extremely busy on the packing front. Well, Holidays yes. not that far away, six, seven weeks. You know, well, I, could, I, I could tell you to the second if I got my app, but I, I, I won't do. Uh, <laughs> So well, then you'll have a spreadsheet of oh, yes, two, yes, obviously. Absolutely. Already. Yes, yes. And um, I'm starting a new one. Completely. Nothing, nothing, nothing to do with the holidays. Um, oh. I think I've mentioned in passing, and this is something that we're, we're going to um, revisit on, on a later show, either Ros and myself or Rachel and myself. Wills. I oh, did wills. my will. Mm, now, very important. the will itself was a relatively easy job. Yeah done and dusted thank you carrie really simple um but it's what comes next the lists that go with it with all the instructions oh yes i have a new folder on my laptop called in the event of my death mm. password protected of course and on there i will be adding all sorts of information absolutely piles and piles of it the thing is you need to because these days it's not just as simple as you know what are you going to leave to whom no there's the whole social media stuff for a start what happens to your facebook page what happens to the um you know your instagram and whatever and somebody's got to be able to access that absolutely well i i have noticed on facebook i haven't um sort of delved into it but i've I've noticed that there is uh, in the settings there is somewhere where you can do something about what happens to your facebook page after you die the one thing i don't want is my facebook page to be there forever because i won't have any control over it it will worry me (laughs) because i won't be here so yes there are all sorts of things like that I don't think it'll worry you when you've gone, Jim. Well, well, I don't know, actually. Well, Knowing you, yeah. you'll be back with the spreadsheet, won't you? Absolutely. In fact, I have um, threatened one particular person that I will be up there or down there, as the case may be, dictating press releases and web posts and correcting spelling from... 
from the great beyond wherever i am mm. yes forever yeah. yes so um so yes I, I i've got that in in mind but before before i get too deeply into that obviously i'm going to enjoy a holiday because i too am exhausted at the moment I, i'm not sleeping uh, it's been a little bit better since the weather improved now that i'm able to sleep with the window open although i did have to close it was it last night or the night before when the winds were so high um but um yeah i'm i'm going to bed and then i'm waking up and i'm either lying there and, and not being able to get back to sleep or i'm getting up because i think oh, oh i need to do oh i need to, oh oh i need to do so and so so yes i need that holiday um in the sunshine with lots of wonderful italian desserts and, and things like that plenty of Ooh. wine um plenty of sunshine as i say and of course italian waiters and <laughs> italian handbags and all that sort of thing yeah. yeah 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 bit of a treat so in this um this decluttering thing you were telling me about earlier um so when you bring back handbags from italy does that mean some other handbags have to go um it doesn't quite work like that on the handbags it's it it and in there's been one or two ah, now that is sorted yeah that is sorted actually i have um one particular uh, the, the the person who is going to be my executor has already been informed of this there is one particular person who will have first dibs on the handbags first dibs on the clothes were similar size so that would work and she, she's also offered this is friendship for you right she said to me the other day when we were talking about it she said do you want me to go through your laundry basket and i said yes please because the executor is male and i don't particularly want him going through me dirty knickers no quite so, yeah all those things are going to be covered jolly good <laughs> jolly good well and the thing is that you have you do have to kind of think about these things and cover them off because as much as none of us plan to be departing in a hurry um you just never know this is it, yes. And we, yeah. we had a very unfortunate situation um, recently for, um, which is also why the power of attorney is really, really important too for when you're still alive. Um, my um, godmother's power of, a, the gentleman who is her power of attorney, Ruby's now in a home with Alzheimer's, her, the gentleman who is her power of attorney, he, he was an executor of her will along with me, um, very very suddenly and unfortunately um was run over in a car park a couple of weeks ago um airlifted to hospital seemed to be okay brought some broken ribs had his spleen removed came home four days later didn't feel very well went for a snooze didn't wake up oh dear you know and so um it's completely unexpected you know one minute absolutely fine fit as a fiddle enjoying life next minute not here <sighs> so it sort of it, it brings it it brings it home very clearly it that you really indeed, have yes. to make sure that you're i mean fortunately you know he has a will in place we're still trying to work out the replacement power of attorney thing for my godmother um but um you know you really do need to have these things organized even when you're young because yes. you just don't know yeah absolutely well as i say my will is sorted um all the backup information will be sorted before too long um and power of attorney is my next stage because um obviously being alone mm. i need to make sure that there is somebody there to be honest i, th I think that is a um 
in some ways a far less attractive prospect than just going yeah. you know well it, yes it is because it's you know the fact that you might have to have somebody who can act on your behalf if you aren't capable of doing so um obviously the if i'm not capable mentally of doing so that's a bit of a scary prospect um but even something like i mean as carrie who's also done uh, my will and um powers powers of attorney and so on as carrie will say you know even if it's something like you're away on holiday and your you know your handbag gets nicked or whatever you lose all of your cards you can't kind of get to your bank you know somebody who has power of attorney who's mm. registered with mm. your bank mm. can go into your bank and say this has happened while june's away can we you know stop all the cards can we reissue this can we do that can we do the other um it's helpful absolutely it's yes helpful. yes it's not something that you would uh, necessarily think of is it no you, know, you, you think of all kinds of eventualities but something as simple as that really in a way um it, it wouldn't cross your mind would no. it necessarily so yes, yes that is something else i have to do right a bit more music now um this is one of my favorites actually from the current charts it's sam smith and dancing with a stranger fabulous voice love this one I'm sitting here with Tina. We're catching up on all sorts of information and things that have been going on over uh, the last few months since we saw each other last. Um, Tina, I was going to tell you, actually, I've got an, a new obsession. Really? This is, this is really weird, right? Um, you know when you're going... Should, shouldn't we be talking about <laughs> it on air, Jim? <laughs> well, it, it's, just, it's just really, really funny. You know when you go into a public loo and they quite often have those explanations of the best way to wash your hands? Oh, OK. Yes. And they're so complicated, aren't they? You know, you could stand there for ages just trying to understand what they say. Well, I saw something... I think it was probably on Facebook, because I spend my entire life on Facebook one way or another these days, um, about... A much easier way to make sure you are washing your hands properly. Apparently, the thing to do is to stand there with the soap and everything, you know, go, going over your hands, and sing Happy Birthday twice. So, for the last week, every time I've washed my hands, mostly, obviously, when I've been to the loo or something like that, I'm standing in front of the bathroom mirror. Or this the, is at home, I take well, it? Well, not, no, I do it, in the, I do it anywhere. I, I do it in the gym sometimes oh. as well. I stand there and I sing, usually aloud, happy birthday, twice. And if it happens to be the birthday of somebody I know, again, through Facebook, I actually sing to them. Now, the first time I did it... Um, in public so to speak so to speak in a public loo um it was a friend's father's birthday but i couldn't remember his name when i started to sing so i had to sing so and so's dad's birthday you know kind of thing but um who did i have somebody a close friend the other day who had a birthday i can't remember but i'm standing there and i can't stop myself doing it every time i go to the loo i am standing there saying happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear. happy birthday to you <laughs> so i've got the cleanest hands you could you wouldn't believe that there's no germs on you june there are not it is costing me a small fortune in um hand washy stuff and it's also costing me a fair bit in hand cream because obviously my hands are getting such a, a going over that i have to put cream on them every time i wash them as well but um yeah so if you have a birthday anybody out there coming up and you are a facebook <laughs> friend of mine there is a fairly fairly good chance that i will be serenading you in my bathroom 
on a number of occasions throughout the day in question. <laughs> in fact, June, you could even get people to post their birthdays to you. Yes. So yes. that they could be commemorated yes. in your, celebrated in yeah, your bathroom. I could. And while you're hand washing. I could even, now how's about this, I could do some Facebook Lives. Well, I, I was I was almost about to suggest that, but um, I wasn't. Um, I, I know that you're not overly enthusiastic about sort of video no. and that kind of thing. No. So I was thinking, oh, well, I don't know whether June would go for the uh, for the Facebook live of her singing Happy Birthday. But then the problem, then June, is if you do it for one, you're going to have to do it this for everybody. It. Yes, people might get a little bit bored. So everybody's yes. birthday is going to have to have a Facebook live of June washing her hands on it. I could do it for the really special ones. There is a very special, uh, uh, a very close friend of mine got a birthday coming up in just over a week's time, I think. Um, I could do for very important people, couldn't I? You could. Although then it would upset the ones that didn't. Oh, well, yes, because then they're going to say, well, I thought I was important and I'm obviously not. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to unfriend her. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe just stick to singing in the bathroom yes. without the Facebook Live. Yes. But as I say, for those of you out there who are friends of mine on Facebook with birthdays coming up, there is a fairly good chance that um, on the day you'll be being serenaded, even if you don't know about it. Got a while we'll to look forward yours, to haven't that. we? Yeah, yours yeah, is August. August yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you probably won't have any hands by then. You'll have washed them away. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about serenading, we're going to let the um, Commodores serenade us next, coming up right now. Girls Around Town theme tune there, of course, easy like Sunday morning, easy by the Commodores. You're listening to Girls Around Town, obviously, with me, June Rollins, with Tina Betterson making a welcome return. Tina, just tell us quickly before we head up to the news, what's been going on at Beloved at the Barn this month? Okay, so this month throughout April, um, we have had a an exhibition of photographs of Sherwood Forest by a local photographer, well, it's in Mansfield Way, um, called Terence Lane and beautiful photographs absolutely beautiful black and white um, photos that he's taken um, in Sherwood Forest and also of the River Morn which runs through Sherwood Forest um, if you want to, to check if, I mean obviously we're virtually at the end of that exhibition now, we take it down on Tuesday so the chance of you actually coming into the barn to see it is pretty slim um, so his website, if anybody's interested to go and have a look at his photographs, is terrencelane.com. And there is actually a link to that website on the Girls Around Town website, girlsaroundtownonline.com. There's a post up there called Tina's Back in Town, and it mentions Terence and, and the exhibition, and there is a direct link to the website. I've had a quick look. They, they, they are... They are something else aren't they yeah they really are yeah mm, and, really I, and, are. and i've i've been watching them popping up on your facebook um page as well over the last few weeks you've shared a few of mm. them too haven't you i have they are just um just beautiful just absolutely beautiful so um so peaceful so evocative but also you know making a very kind of <coughs> clear statement of just how important our forests are Yes, very much so, yes. And particularly, you know, 
well, all forests are, are incredibly important. I mean, Sherwood Forest obviously is the one that's most local to us and on yes. our on mm. our doorstep, and that's, it's ancient. Yes, and most important to us um, for all yeah. sorts of reasons, e- even just for the legends behind it as well. well. Exactly. Yes. Mm. Exactly. I, I, I remember um, many occasions going to Sherwood Forest for Robin Hood related events when I worked for the tourist board, and also for the district council. Um, and we have, yes, we have a fair bit of history both in the trees, the forest itself, and, as I say, in the legends mm. behind it. And I, I, I'm i sure I've said this before now, but I am in the very firmly in the camp that Robin Hood was real, and he came from Nottingham, and he lived in Sherwood Forest, <laughs> and um, all these people that say he came from Yorkshire, or he, he wasn't real, there's no, no real Robin Hood. Rubbish. I'm, I'm with you, June. I, th- I think he was a real person. Absolutely. Now, whether he did all the things he was supposed to, you know, we've legend, legends will have him done, I don't know, but I'm sure he was most definitely, the legend was certainly based on a real person. I'm sure that they embellished it slightly, particularly in the um, Kevin Costner film, was it? Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. Super film, though. Loved it, loved it. I do like, I do like a bit of Kevin Costner. And... What's his name? The the baddie for the sheriff, um, Alan Rickman. Oh, yes, 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 absolutely. Right, we are heading up to the news right now, uh, talking to Tina about the past so far, but we're going to head forwards into the future in just a few minutes' time. We talk about things that are coming up both at the barn itself and also in and around Southall, particularly in relation to the Open Studios event which is coming up and which Tina, once again, will be very, very much involved in. Before that, as I say, we are going up to the news. If you want to get in touch with us, you can give us a quick call 01636678033 here on the studio line. But um, stay with us, as I say, in just a few minutes. We'll be back and we will be talking about May, June and beyond, possibly, in and around the lovely market town of Southwell, just up the road here from the studio here. You're listening to the Girls Around Town here on Radio New York with myself, June Rollins, in the chair. Tina Betterson back with me. And we've been talking about what's been going on at the barn, Tina's business in um, Southwell, her art studio, her gallery, her shop. We've been talking about what's been going on this month and over the past few months as well. Tina, we're, we're going to look forward now um, and talk about some of the things that people can expect to see in the next few weeks, couple of months, whatever. Indeedy. Okay. Well, um, the obviously May and June, or May and the beginning of June, are the months of open studios throughout Nottinghamshire. Um, so um artists across um across the county open their studios up usually for a weekend or maybe two um to uh it's uh, the, the initiative is called bringing artists into view so it's a way of which you can discover artists and crafters and so on in in your community so um last year when we had open studios i hadn't got much of my own work um, at all because I hadn't been doing any because I was too busy with um, parental stuff so last year I had an exhibition of all of the artists that were going to be participating in open studios this year it's going to be a bit different um, this year my um, myself and an artist friend Julie Wheat um, we are exhibiting ourselves our own stuff so throughout May 
what you'll be seeing hanging on the walls in the barn is um, my some of my photography, some of my paintings, and um, a, a whole selection of Jules paintings and creations as well. Um, we've got it under the theme of nourishing the creative fires, largely because both Jules and I work very intuitively, I suppose is the best way of putting it, with our um, with our creating. Um, we do a lot of um, a lot of stuff outside of our art, which kind of nourishes the the creativity. Jules runs a um, a kind of a, a dance class called Chakra Vibes, which is um, free form dancing. I guess is probably the best way of describing it. There's no particular set patterns or anything that that kind of ilk. Um, you literally go along, and there's a different piece of music for each chakra. And as you move up the chakras, um, you just move however you feel moved to do, um, <laughs> as it were. And it's great fun. Um, it's not. It can be quite a workout, actually, depending on what your what your body feels moved to do <laughs> and what you end up doing. You can work up quite a sweat. Um, but the uh, the intention is that you're basically just working up through through the chakras with it. And since Jules has been doing that. Um, she has actually found that's opened up her creative channels quite a lot too. So um, some of the work that she'll be showing is work that has come about through doing the uh, Chakra Vibes dance um, as well. And um, and I, well, I nourish my creative fire in all sorts of ways, but usually a lot of mine comes from when I'm walking the dogs. Um, you know, being out in nature and just um just what i call walking in wonder you know just the, mm, the sort mm. of the wonder and the awe of of nature i mean it always amazes me how we go through the seasons and you know the um you you, you know you see all these dead leaves and, and whatever through the winter and they've all dropped off the trees and then in the spring you get this little bud and this little bud becomes a blossom and then the blossom... And there you know, it is again. Yes. There it is again, you know, and it breaks out into, you know, beautiful greenery and, um, you know, and this whole sort of cycle of um, cycle of life. It's, 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 a bit like, it's a bit like where I live on Lime Grove, right? We, mm. It's called Lime Grove because the whole street is lined with lime trees. Most winters, well, at the, the beginning of winter, the trees are cut back. I mean, like really yeah. cut back pollard pollarded, yeah. pollarded beyond belief um so there are no branches they're just stubs mm. um in fact there's really not much more than a tree trunk there anymore and as you walk up and down at this time of year and you look at it and you think we're never going to have trees real trees again how could it possibly turn into what it was last summer and then suddenly they start to appear mm. and and things sort of grow a bit and then they grow a bit more and then we've got leaves and then we've got lime sap coming down <laughs> on the cars <laughs> so there are good points and bad points to everything of course but um it, it's always lovely to see the trees come back to life um it's it's kind of a bit heartbreaking when you look at them over the winter and they've really really been cut back so mm. badly or, or not badly but you know so yes. strongly yeah. um but uh, you just have to have hope and belief and and you know it'll be they'll be there Absolutely. Uh, they, they've been there for 
well uh my house for example was built in 1898 so there've probably been lime trees there since then if not since before so they will be and they'll still be there when i've you know done that big list and gone off to yeah the great and be haunting us all from <laughs> <the> <laughs> <or down> there. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah so that so yeah na- nature is something that inspires us both actually but um so throughout may my work and Jules' work is going to be hanging on the walls. And then, of course, it all culminates in the um, weekend of Southwell and Upton Open Studios, which is the 25th to the 27th of May. And I'll give you a bit more detail about that very shortly. Um, On that similar kind of theme of um, nourishing or exploring your creative fire... Um, and when, when I talk about creative fire, it's just that urge to make something or do something or create something. Um, and I'm very much, personally, I'm very much around exploring that with experimentation. Um, so I've got a number of workshops that are coming up. The first one actually is a week on Monday, on the Bank Holiday Monday, which is exploring our creative fire with experimental painting. Mm-hmm. Um and um, the idea of that is we have a whole batch of materials um, uh, that we can use and we work with whatever we're drawn to. Um, so it's not about technique, it's not about how to do this or how to do that. It's literally about, I wonder what that one does. <laughs> <laughs> that crayon there, I wonder what it does, or that pen there, I wonder what that does. Or if I take this glob of black paint and put it here with this particular sponge what kind of effect can I can I get so it's very very much experimental um, I do have a few places about oh, a couple of places left so if anybody is interested to do that um, if they pop on my website which is belovedsouthwell.uk then there's details of that workshop on there on the first page so you don't have to go far and um, and just as an aside of course on the girls around town website on the blog called tina's back in town there is a direct link to that page as well excellent <laughs> thank you june you're welcome um, so that's actually the only workshop i'm going to be doing in may um because we're all working up towards open studios um at the end of may but in june there are um some other workshops coming up which are quite exciting um we've had i think on the show in the past certainly when um i was doing the show with you we had the very lovely lisa newport didn't we style guru we did indeed yes yes um well lisa's going to come in on the 11th of june to the barn and do a workshop (coughs) excuse me um exploring the world of color so we're going to be looking at all sorts of um, interesting and exciting things around the colour wheel, around how to use the colour wheel, how to mix colours up using the colour wheel as a basis. Um, we're going to be playing with paint and getting messy to do that, but we're going to be learning about how we can apply the colour wheel and colour theory in all sorts of areas of life. So everything from your lipstick to the colour of your walls. So that's going to be quite exciting. Mm-hmm. So that's on the 11th of June. Um, on the 18th of june we're going to be doing art-based journals um so 
kind of cre- creating journals, a bit more than a diary, a bit different to a diary, because a diary is is kind of taking note of things that are happening, um, you know, day to day, week to week. A journal is more like a collection, a curation of things that interest you. Um, and an art-based journal is basically how you use art materials to create um things of interest in your journal backgrounds onto which you might stick you know things that are collections you might collect bus tickets for example or from trips that you've made Mm. not Mm. just general bus tickets (laughs) although you might you know who knows um or um things like that you know old passports that you've Mm. uh, stamps Mm. and things that you might want to kind Mm. of stick into a journal that kind of stuff so we're going to be doing that um on the 18th of june and um doing a much more writing-based workshop later in June um, called Leaving a Trace. That's about capturing our stories and our memories um, for leaving a a journal for future generations, um, specifically about your own stories and those of your family or friends or whatever. Um, And then I'm going to do a little bit of photography on the 23rd of June, which is the Walking in Wonder workshop. Um, that's quite contemplative. We're going to be going out, connecting to nature and exploring our connection to nature through writing and through taking photos. Um, so that's that's pretty much what we're coming up on in the workshops. And then on the 25th to the 27th of May, when we have Open Studios Weekend, we will be doing um, on each of the days different kind of workshops type activities right through the afternoon let's have a little bit more music and then we will go into the detail of those um activities over that particular weekend and perhaps also talk a little bit more about um open studios in general you mentioned for example the use of your photography um in in promoting uh, the weekend and whatever so we'll come back to that after we have heard from um I was just looking to see if there was a date on this one. There isn't. But we are going to, again, a bit of a cheesy link. It goes back to something Tina was talking about earlier. We were talking about dancing and chakras and things. We're going to hear from Chic and Everybody Dance. So we're talking to Tina this morning about all things Southwell. And one of the key things in Southwell over the next, uh, or coming up very, very soon in the um, late spring, early summer is their part of the Open Studios. Now, this is an annual event which takes a, uh, takes place all over Nottinghamshire. I'm looking at Tina for a, 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 yes. a, a agreement on that. Indeed um, it is. Tina's very kindly brought me a copy of two brochures. One is the uh, general brochure for the whole of the Open Studios. It says, over 250 artists and makers... Um, over the period of May to June. Um, and then there is a separate one, just for Southwell and Upton. And this one's really exciting because it says on the front, win £100 to spend on your favourite works of art. So Tina's going to tell us all about what's happening in um, Southwell and Upton, some of the highlights, and she'll perhaps tell us what we have to do if we want to get £100, £100 spends in Southwell. Yay! Okay, well, so just, just yes, to just put it in context to start with, Open Studios Knots is a county-wide initiative that happens um, every year. Well, I say it happens every year. It's happened for the last seven years. This is the eighth. So long may it continue. Yes, indeed. Um, where artists um, 
open their studios to the public for um, to go and visit, to see what they do, to see their workshops, how they work. Um, and obviously, the hope is that you will buy some of oh, their yes, art. yes, to shop. Yes. Um, so there's always a shopping opportunity. Yes, we love a bit of shopping. Um, so the first events actually start this coming weekend, the 4th to the 6th. Um, and there are various artists across the county who are open that weekend. Now, as it happens, here in Newark, um, Gallery on Kirkgate... Um, are opening that weekend and there's a group of artists um, that come together under a heading of new work um, each year they have a, a fake phase phrase that they do work in response to this year it's out of sight out of mind and that includes prints paintings textiles written word music um, and so on so that's this coming weekend um, but in the main brochure and also um, all of the activities, events, artists, they're all listed on the OS Knots website, which is osknots.co.uk, obviously www.osknots.co.uk. So if you think, oh, you know, I might go out next weekend and have a look at some art, if you go on to the um, website, it's all listed under the different areas. So it'll be listed under East Knots, which is Collingham, Newark, Southwell and so on, um, or North Knots or Central Knots, whatever. So um, just pick on whichever area you fancy visiting and then it will list all of the artists and when they're open um, because they don't, obviously, we're not all opening the same weekend. So that's the main brochure and that's happening. So the main sort of focus of that is what's happening across the county. Now, the exhibitions that we were mentioning earlier... They're happening at Retford Library, Mansfield Central Library and Beeston Library. And they are exhibitions of photographs that have been taken by Neil Pledger, who is the um, Inspire Culture and Libraries in-house photographer. He goes around, although he has his own photography business mm -hmm. on the side as well. Um, now, Neil goes and takes photographs of 12 artists, um, or cre makers, creators, of which I was one. Um, and then there's an exhibition of photographs of those artists at work and so on in the libraries. And actually, it's a pretty amazing exhibition, I have to say. When I went to Beeston yesterday for the kind of the launch of that, great photos, really, were, really, really worth going to see if you're... Um, I mean, I guess our nearest one probably is Mansfield or Retford. Um, mm. Definitely mm. worth it. So then that leads us on to Southwell and Upton. So there's a, f um, there's a group of creator creatives, we call ourselves, in Southwell, because there is actually a Southwell artist group, which is quite different, something totally different. Um, so the Southwell creatives um, and the Upton studios, we group together and open our studios on the 25th to the 27th of May. Um, from 10 until 5. In the little leaflet, which um, June has, the one that says win £100 on the front, I'll <laughs> tell you about that in a minute, um, it's got inside, it's got a list of the Southwell Studios that are open and the Upton Studios that are open and little maps so you can find where we are. Um, so um, in Southwell, for example, 
obviously I'm opening up at the barn with my photography and mixed media work with Jules who I mentioned earlier with her oil paintings um, there's also uh, Tamara Taylor who's a specialist furniture painter and interior stylist she's opening her little place Dairy Barn Interiors which is on Burgage Gardens uh, Sarah Flanagan um, who's a very talented um, artist and art tutor in Southwell she's up on Kirklington Road she does oils and watercolour and mixed media um, and then there's Andrea who does Andrea Patoka who does ceramics and fine art photography she's Norwood Gardens and Michelle Martin who is just down the road from me on King Street um, then in Upton there's Susan Isaac who's I think pretty well known around these parts um, and she has guests Mark Green Carl Gray and Joe Monks Mark does reclaimed wood. His woodwork is beautiful. Amazing, amazing woodwork. Um, and Carl Gray makes very beautiful ceramics. And Joe is a very conceptual artist. She was with me in the barn last year. So there's some really interesting work that she does. Um, Caroline Jordan is opening just on the Saturday only at Warriner's Cottage. And she does paintings and sculpture. And then ceramicist Sue Morton is open in Upton. And also Jude Rawson who um, does very beautiful little, um, kind of quite whimsical uh, paintings of... Um, I always think of Wind in the Willows when I think of Jude. <laughs> um, so the, those are those of us who are opening our studios across that weekend. Now, the £100 thing. Um, so essentially, this is to encourage you to visit at least six of the venues um, across southwell and upton this is only for southwell and upton it doesn't apply to the um wider open studios so there's um i think if i'm right in thinking there's one two three four five six seven eight nine i think nine venues in total across southwell and upton so you take your little leaflet with you um everybody all the studios will have one of these leaflets so even if you haven't managed to pick one up there'll be one there um, and then you just get the little boxes ticked or signed as you go round, as you visit your six, and then you hand in your leaflet at the sixth one that you've um, that you visited, and it goes into a prize draw. And then the winner of the prize draw gets a hundred pounds in vouchers, which you can then spend with one or more of the participating artists within three months. So basically, by the end of August, you need to have spent it. Um, and uh and so it's it's an initiative we did last year and it worked really well um everybody who um was kind of trotting around with their leaflets was really enjoying it um and the person who won the hundred pounds was very happy was too definitely enjoying it absolutely yeah. now um presumably these leaflets both the individual one for uh, southall and upton and the general one for um the county-wide events are available now. Um, yes, I haven't got the only two copies that no, have come you're out. Right, you're <laughs> no, so uh, I'm guessing one of the best places to find them will be libraries. Libraries, absolutely. Good old libraries, absolutely. So the um, the main brochure will be in all of the libraries. It's in tourist information centres, um, cafes. Any, anywhere anywhere where we've been able to leave sure. a brochure yeah. mm -hmm. they will be 
Um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so you can pick those up in all sorts of places. The specific Southall and Upton um, one is obviously mostly around Southwell and Upton. So we did have it put out in um, Southwell Life magazine. So everybody who receives Southwell Life magazine in the Southwell area will have received one. Um, but they're also in the library. They're also in um, most of the coffee shops and some of the other shops in and around Southwell. And of course, I've got some in the barn. Um, of course, yes. And but I say every all of the venues that are um, that are open that weekend will have some of these leaflets in them too. So even if you didn't manage to pick one up before you started your little trail, um, you will be able to pick one up and in in each of the venues. So you just pick a venue to start with, and then there will be. Um, some little leaflets for you fantastic and even if you're not um in the immediate vicinity to get an open studios in southwell and upton one at the moment you can get um information from the main brochure which will be uh, very widely uh, obtainable and then come to southwell and you know what you want to see and get the actual brochure to yeah. enter the competition in the brochure itself the specific one for southwell and upton every i think looking at it pretty yes everyone has either a website address a facebook page yeah. uh, thingy or um an email so you can find out you know um if you if you've got hold of one of these you can find out a little bit more about them um if you want to plan ahead and i think yeah. i'm right in saying I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm right in saying that entry to all of these places is free absolutely you're, you're actually going into yeah. people's um either workspace or uh, as in your case workspace come yes yeah exactly for, mo- for the Open most gallery. part mm. for the most part they are i mean there obviously there are some galleries that open with with guest artists there um but for the most part you're going into people's workspaces that's part of their home um so i mean it might be a workshop that's you know in the garden or um or you know in an outbuilding or whatever but it's it, generally speaking you're going to visit somebody's home um and uh, some of them will have refreshments some of them might have refreshments that are free but they ask for a donation for a charity mm-hmm. um obviously there's plenty of coffee shops and things in and around most places Definitely. where you can go and yeah. mm-hmm. um in any case and um and even if you, as I say, even if you haven't managed to kind of get hold of either of the leaflets particularly, on the OS Knots website, um, under each area, it lists all of the artists and all of their contact information and, you know, tells you about what they do and so on. So you can, you can go online and do a bit of research too to find out where you want to go and who you want to visit first. Fantastic. And of course, um, well, certainly by the... Southern weekend, Southwell weekend, 25th to the 27th of May. Hopefully it'll be a nice sunny weekend. Oh, that would be it, nice. It's a bank week, bank holiday, bank holiday. Well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, um, what better way to spend your, be- your bank holiday than having a wander through either Southwell or Upton or even both, stopping for a coffee and a cake somewhere and a browse through some of these um, studios. Have a look and, as I say, a bit of a shop as well. Well, yes, and the, the, the nice thing about, obviously, artist studios is that it's not just paintings for the wall. You know, there's all sorts of lovely things, you know, beautiful ceramics, 
um, often there's jewellery, all sorts of very lovely artisan crafted things um, that you can buy. And I saw a lovely thing, I think it might, might have been on Facebook that I saw it originally, that it's, that said, buy art from living artists, the dead ones don't need the money. <laughs> And I think I, thought, I might have seen that one too, yeah. Spot on. <laughs> so that's exactly it. Go and go and support your local artists. Because um, at the end, you know, at the end of the day, okay, some of them may have other jobs that they do that support their art. Some of them don't. Um, and all of it is obviously contributing to the local economy. Absolutely. Right, we're going to have a bit more music now. Time is flying away. Um, we will um, hear from... Uh, let me see ava max which is one of the um uh, i think it's a, a, a hit from last year it's called sweet but psycho uh, i know a few people like that actually max there and sweet but psycho so tina and i have just a few minutes before we will be saying goodbye hopefully not for too long um i'm sure she'll be back and uh, visiting us again but we've still got a few things we want to talk about so uh, tina first of all quickly um on the Open Studios weekend in Southwell and, uh, and Upton, that dedicated weekend, yeah. you did mention in passing before that there were very specific things happening as part of your day at the barn. So just tell us what those things are. Okay. So on the Saturday um, afternoon, between about three and five, I'm going to be doing some art-based journaling, um, which essentially... The idea is they're kind of like little taster sessions, workshops. So you can kind of come along and join in and do a bit of um, uh, playing with making an art-based journal um, for yourself. On the Sunday, um, I've uh, written on my website this time, exploring, we're exploring your creative voice. So that'll be a bit of um, exper- the experimental painting stuff, um, which is... which. On the Monday, Jules is going to do some intuitive painting, which is slightly different to the experimental painting. Um, so, basically, on each day, um, three to five on Saturday, two to four on the Sunday, on the Monday, you can come along and have the opportunity to get messy. Have a bit basically. of a dabble. Have a bit yes. of a dabble um, and get your fingers in some paint. And and presumably get a taste of the kind of things that you run on a regular basis. Yeah. And hopefully sign up and go and do... Well, that would be that would be kind of scale. handy. Yeah, yes. it would, wouldn't it? Yes, yes. It would be kind of fun to then come along and sign up for one of the workshops. So that's the weekend of the 25th to the 27th of May. Um, we are going to have one more piece of music now and then we'll get a quick recap from Tina on the various different contact details, so websites and things like that. And also mention specifically where the barn is because I don't think we have actually... I mean, most of us know, but we will well, specifically yeah, no, we mention where it is. So we're going to... Th- this is another favourite, actually. Uh, it's a current one. It's in the charts at the moment. It's George, Ezra and Pretty Shining People. And I'm sure there'll be lots of Pretty Shining People. Sorry about this. Lots of Pretty <laughs> Shining People in Southwell over that weekend. We- 